Hello, you're listening to Work From Home, a Lower Street podcast where we help you stay connected, productive and sane whilst working remotely. Today, we're looking at remote working tips from a company that's 100% remote, how to keep yourself away from time-wasting websites, and remote work bingo for teams. First up is an article from Hotjar's blog, and this is a company that's been 100% remote for quite a few years now. And in this article, they have some tips on how they have learned to best work whilst being remote. A couple of interesting points in this article. The first one is the idea of using a project board that is not just for work, but for your day in general. Now, I do this and I find it really useful. I basically have a list which plans out everything I'm going to do from the start of the day to the end of the day. And at the end of the day, I write the next day's list. And I think this is a good idea because it incorporates personal and work life. It crosses the border a bit. And we've talked in the past about putting boundaries between personal and work life. And I think that's easier to do when you have a list of tasks In my case, I make sure that they're time bound so that I know when I start work and I know when I end work and I know all the little tasks that I have to do, you know, in between work and personal life. And I think that's a tool that's more necessary than ever now because everyone is now putting their work life and their personal life directly next to each other as we all work from home. And from a productivity point of view, The fewer decisions I have to make in a day, the more work I get done. So the idea that I can wake up and I don't have to think at every turn, okay, what am I going to do next? What am I going to do next? I know exactly what I need to do and I think that I get more work done as a result. Another good point on this article, and it's something that we haven't talked about a huge amount. We've mentioned before this idea of waking up, getting yourself in the zone, having a separate area for work than from home life. But... We haven't really mentioned the idea of winding down at the end of the day. And that's really important as well, because as well as getting into the zone, you want to be able to get out of it so that you can actually relax at the end of the day and not be haunted by work all the way up until you have to fall asleep. And there's a bit from one of the employees at Hotjar called Mafalda, who says that she has removed all of her work apps from her phone which is something that I've done fairly recently. There's no social media now, there's no Slack, there's no nothing on it. And again, that's in service of separating personal life from work life and being able to say when the workday does end and allowing yourself to wind down because it is so tempting always to be checking email or Slack or whatever text messaging based app you use to communicate with your colleagues. So I think this is a really good idea for pursuing that idea of drawing a line in the sand at the end of the day and winding down. Next up is an app or an extension for Google Chrome, which I've been using for years now, and I thought I'd take the opportunity to recommend. It's called stayfocused.com, and there are various different versions of this. It doesn't have to be Stay Focused, but... It's an app that's really useful because what it does is it blocks certain websites. You can't access them on your browser when you have this extension running. And I've been, like I said, using it for years now. And there's a couple of ways in which I use it, which I 
think have helped me increase my focus at work significantly. Chief among them being I have blocked all social media websites between 6am and 6pm. So if it comes around to the evening and I want to check Facebook or Twitter or something, then I absolutely can. But during the day, when my procrastination wants to get the better of me and drag me away to a different website, I can't access it. And I found this to be really, really useful. You can also block entire websites outright if you feel as though you don't get any value from them at all. And I have done that with a few websites. But this is a really good tool for, like I mentioned before, being able to draw that line between work and personal life and make sure that when you're working, you're working and you're getting as much done as you can. And when you're not working, then you can get back to doing whatever it is you'd rather be doing on the internet than checking emails. And finally, yesterday we talked about doing remote team building through tea and coffee tasting. And I thought this was a really interesting idea. So we have something in a similar-ish sort of vein. In the show notes, we will have a link to Remote Work Bingo. And this is basically a game that you can play with your co-workers. It's basically a grid of tasks and activities that you and your colleagues can do until you get a row or a house. I don't know anything about bingo terminology, so I'm trying my best. But on a similar vein to what we were talking about, yesterday. This is interesting because it allows you to have shared physical experiences whilst being far away from each other and working remotely. And a couple of the tasks that come up on this remote bingo board that I thought were pretty interesting is first of all the idea of a shared lunch. Now if both you and your colleague live somewhere with access to a similar delivery restaurant or franchise or something then you could both order food from there and then you could be having lunch from the same place but separately in your own houses and that's an opportunity to treat it as though you are actually going out for lunch and not talk about work you can just talk about life and enjoy your food together but apart and another interesting idea is going out for a walk during a meeting Now, this doesn't mean getting up from your chair and totally leaving it, but all of our phones have the ability to do video conferencing. And I like this idea because, first of all, it means that you get the opportunity to get out of your usual surroundings, which is always a bonus when you are working from home and being stuck at home as consistently as we are at the moment. And I think it can also be more difficult at some times than others to bring a certain level of energy to meetings. And the fact that you're out and about and up on your feet and physically moving, I think, would bring an extra layer of energy to your meeting. And of course, if anybody says that you should be at your desk, you can always just say that it's one of those Zoom backgrounds. So... That's it for today's episode. Do you have stories about working from home that you'd like to share with us? Tips about separating work and life that you'd like us to hear? Or topics you'd like us to talk about? Email us, wfh at lowerstreet.co. That's wfh at lowerstreet.co. Remember to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it. And join us for new content every weekday. day.